Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. I am your faithful as ever host, Brendan McClenahan, and today is the 2nd of November. I can't believe it is November already. Yesterday was daylight savings time, and everything's changing so fast. Um, Matt, uh, Matt Yant said to me the other day, he said, uh, daylight savings time means we get one more hour of 2020. <laughs> So uh, congratulations, you get one more hour of this amazing year. Um, So today we have a brand new guest to the podcast who will be joining us all week. This man has been uh, faithfully serving and volunteering in our children's ministry as a leader and as a teacher and has stepped up in big ways this fall, especially. I can't wait to hear more about that or let him tell you more about that. Um, This is David Jeffrey. So welcome, David. Hey, good morning, Brandon. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. So, David, do you want to just introduce yourself a little bit? Tell, give people a little 401 on, on who you are? Yeah. Um, well, I'm a guy that showed up at Victory Point about five years ago. Has it been five years? Almost, almost six years, Brandon. Wow. Almost six years. And I showed up there six years ago, and I immediately, and I've been to a lot of churches in a lot of different places in this country. and um, um, you know, and I've seen other faiths, churches in other countries too. And it's really been, and I, and I, but I showed up at Victory Point with uh, Dina and her family. And, and, and I made it new, man, I was, I was like, just slid in home, man. It was comfortable. <laughs> and I've been here since, you know, but for me, you know, teaching the kids is really what I, what I'm pretty passionate about. And as you know, I'm, you don't see me much in church because especially this year, I really do get the blessing of just hanging out in the back with the kids and being with them every week. So I really appreciate everybody bringing their kids and, and I think we're doing some good stuff back there, Brendan. And so what is it that you love about being with the kids back there? Like, cause right now we're, we have a different situation than normal, right? Cause everything's different in 2020, but um, you guys are in the gathering room, which is that big room right off the, the auditorium where, so we're sharing a wall and all the kids are in one big room together. So you guys have lots of space and you're just doing a different teaching style. So what do you, what are you enjoying about this new season for you guys? You know, that's really great because there's so many things because at first, like, like everybody, when change comes and you all of a sudden have to do something different, you know, that voice in your head, that's either complaining about it. Why is it this way? It should be this way. I miss that. You know, just the way that, that our brain works. I, I, uh, I had those same feelings and thoughts and everything else, you know. However, what I really started to open up for me with the kids was that, you know, change sometimes really happens and, and it, it does cause. So it really does cause um, issues for people, you know. And so for me, it's really been having the kids learn and grow through all these changing times. Yeah. And what Jill and I and, and, you know, with, with you and Matt have stood for really this year, especially this fall is to do things a little bit differently because one, we were, we had to, 
but in having to, we were able to adapt and be flexible because really we started giving up what we cared about and all of our concerns and why it shouldn't be this way and started just playing in the space that God provided for us there. And I think connection is probably the number one thing that I'm seeing, you know, yeah. connecting in that room and that community that's pretty special. Well, that's cool because, I mean, disconnection is the big problem of 2020, right? Like being disconnected from people. And so for the for you to be observing some connection happening in the kids' own room, that's that's uh, some great ministry going on there. If kids are getting the kind of connection that they need and you're getting the kind of connection you need to be able to teach. Yeah, it's, it's great. But you know what? But at the same time, the, a lot of the kids as they kind of graduate up the program and they get to go hang out in the shed, you know, the shed's a pretty cool place to hang out at, you know, and so we all miss the shed and, you know, hoping that, you know, as things change and guidelines, et cetera, et cetera, however that turns out, you know, we'll be looking forward to getting back in the shed. But in the meantime, we hope we're not too loud, man, in yeah. the, uh, because, you know, the other day I heard we were a little loud, but, but I just want you to know, we're, we're trying to I heard about a, can- a little bit of a lid on it. <laughs> There's like a candy incident maybe this last week. Was that what happened? Oh, oh yeah. We we got it. <laughs> we got it all sugared up. You know, sometimes you gotta buy a little love, you know. So, uh, that's great. <laughs> so that's awesome. Well, thanks for joining me for the podcast. What we're gonna do here, David, because um I mean every guest I have on, basically every guest I have on is new to the program, but um what we're going to do is we're going to grab today's scripture passage, which today is from Joshua, Joshua 24, verses 1 through 3a, and then it skips down to 14 through 25. Don't ask me why it does that skip. It just does. That's our scripture passage for today, and we'll read it, and then I would love to hear just what the Holy Spirit is stirring up in you as you hear it. So it's different listening to the scripture passage than it is reading it, and that's one of the cool things about this podcast. But um, I'll read it out loud, and you just listen, pay attention. Um, we're just going to be listening to God during this time, and just be aware of what kinds of thoughts, feelings, questions, observations, disturbances, whatever you're noticing, and we'll go ahead and talk about it. Um, and we'll talk about it for a few minutes, and then we'll peace out of here and let people go on about their day. And people, as you're listening to... Um, our conversation. And as you're listening to the scripture, I'm sure you have reflections of your own about the passage. I would love it if you would send me an email, which is in the show notes of this podcast. Um, send me an email with some of your thoughts and reflections because we want to hear from you too. Um, David and I, neither of us is an exegetical master. We are not uh, theological, you know, prose or anything like that. We are simply coming to the scriptures with curiosity with uh, God's love and grace, um, hoping to have the attitude and minds of learners. So that's kind of how we come to these texts. So let's just um, dive in. Yeah, what's up? That for me, being a a Sunday school teacher really did um, kind of force me, discipline me into getting into the scripture. So as you were just saying, I'm far from uh, the theological side, but I've definitely been diving in and dwelling in and peeling back these scriptures more. So this is, you know, I, I thank Sunday school for that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Teaching is a great way to to learn, right? Yeah. As you realize, oh, I've got to really 
like get into this here and uh, empathize with my students and also offer some value. And that's great. All right, here's uh, Joshua 24 verses one through three a, and then skips down to 14 through 25. I'll read this for us and then love to know what your thought is about this. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel. And they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors, Terah and his, son, his sons Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan and made his offspring many. Now therefore revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Now, if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did these great signs in our sight. He protected us all along the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore we will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, no, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. And he said, then put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. Then the people said to Joshua, the Lord, our God, we will serve and him we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statutes and ordinances for them at Shechem. So David, as I read that passage, it's a little bit longer passage. Um, is there anything that is sticking out to you right now, a word or a phrase that's grabbing your attention? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about when I was, listening to that is, is first thing that, that, that kind of hit me was that Joshua made this covenant, you know, this, this absolute, um, you know, line in the sand, you know, that, that God is a forgiving God. However, you have to choose. And, you know, and that there is an unforgiveness to that, which, you know, for me kind of like really stands out like is, wow, God is forgiving for everything. And yet in this passage, there was this kind of line in the sand that he drew that mm -hmm. you either choose, you, you're either all in or go about your ways elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, he is a jealous God. That, that line in verse 19, you cannot serve the Lord for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. That, that part bothered me as I was reading it. I was like, he will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. How many times in the Bible have I, have I read, God will forgive your sins and remove them as far as the east is from the west? You know, like, and then here he's saying he won't. <clears throat> but I think Joshua is challenging the people, like you said. He's saying, 
God is a jealous God. It, he will not accept being one among other gods that you're worshiping. You know, you've got, if you have God on the shelf with all these other gods that you're worshiping, um, that's not going to stand with God. He's, he doesn't accept that as true worship. Is that kind yeah. of what you're saying? Yeah. And what's interesting too, is that, so basically what I see is that uh, for me, what I just get is, and it, by the way, it can be pretty subtle on, you know, how we worship other things, other people, money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but I really look at this as this is a different distinction. This is where you literally are turning your back on God and like, Again, kind of outside of my realm of knowing or not even not knowing what I don't know. But <laughs> it seems to me that that's a transgression that, that it sounds like it's unforgivable. Mm -hmm. However, even in the passage, it was pretty cool that Joshua, they got a, those people had a chance mm -hmm. to begin to be to confess that they did it right and then be redeemed. Like, but this is it. You're signing up now. And, you know, like this matters like yeah. now for these people. Yeah. This is a, like a classic contract. It's a covenant, right? I, I love the, just the, the flow of what's going on here. We actually, we studied this in seminary when we were talking about um, how, how do we worship God? Like in, like on a Sunday morning worship gathering, for example, what does worship look like? And you've got like in, in a, here you got like this really cool flow of, um, you know, Joshua tells the people the story of God. And then the people, uh, you know, he kind of calls them to say, choose. And the people say, you know, they answered, yes, that is the story of God. And we accept the story of God. And he says, but can you really accept it? You know, Joshua comes back. You know, there's this conversation, right? God's story, the people say, repeat back to God, God's story. You know, yes, this is what you just said. This is who we are. And Joshua is like, but really, is that really like, are you really able to do that? You know, because from what I'm seeing, you guys have all these foreign gods and you guys haven't really made the discussion. And they said, no, we really will. And he says, okay, here's what you need to do then, you know, back and forth. Well, here's what you need to do. You need to let go of your foreign gods and worship the Lord only. And they say, yes, okay, we will. And then they make a covenant. You know, it's like this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until they all agree that, okay, this is our understanding. God did this for us. He is our one God. Both parties agree, just like you would with a contract where, all right, this, there's, here's the terms of the contract. Have you read the terms of the contract? Yes, I've read them. Did you really read them? Yes, I read them. Okay, then sign them. Okay, I'll sign it. Have you, now you sign it. All right, now we both signed it. We've made a contract. You know what I mean? So it's this kind of cool flow, like back and forth between God and God's people that, you know, is, uh, I think, distinct of how we worship, you know, in like when we gather together for worship, we hear God's story and we have a chance to respond and go, is this really what we believe? And get challenged on those things back and forth. And we say, yes, like this is who we are. It's renewing a covenant with God's people where God says, you're my people. And the people say, yes, we're your people. And God says, all right, if you're my people, then I want you to do this. And they say, all right, we'll do it. And then they move forward and do it, you know? Yeah. And, and one thing to that, Brendan, and I, I really, really appreciate that. It brought up something for me. It's like, 
one of the things that you see is you said the going back and forth, which was, okay, you can say these words. Okay. So th let's be clear to start with <clears throat> this is what God said. And then you, you, and you get that right. And they yeah. all said it, right. Kind of like, again, the word, the wording in a contract. Okay. This is a very important clause right here. You know, uh -huh. let's sure we get it. And then, but it wasn't enough just to say it. It took time to really discern back that the words were the same because God said them, this is it. You can all repeat them back. However, there's an authenticity. There's something that comes where you just give it up and, and, and only you and God know that because you can pretend as much as you want to. Right. But right now, you know, this to authentically generate, this is the word. And there's a, when you know that somebody believes what they're saying, right? Uh -huh. Not just, you know, fluff. Right. That's what got out of this was like, they signed up. Yeah. They signed up, not uh -huh. just saying the words. Yep. And you, you, you've been in business and you are in business and you, so you've been in situations where you've got something like a contract or a business agreement set up and you're like, are you sure you, you sure you read this? You sure you agree to this? Because it seems like from what you're saying, you don't take it very seriously. And the other person saying, no, no, no. Yeah we're good. And you're like, are you sure you're good? Yep. No, we're good. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, sign your name here. We're going to make sure yeah. that you put this down in writing because I think this is a bigger deal than you think it is. Yeah. There's usually five or six uh, issues that unless you flesh them out, a lot of people shake their heads and nod or yeah, or they have a belief, you know, I mean, it's just, a, there's a lot of unsaid and you think that everybody got it like, oh, yeah, we all agree to this. But you know that that's an issue that based on your past history, that there's probably going to be an issue with this. And you have to literally flesh it out where you get people signing up and saying and agreeing to, you know, and you can look in their eye and you know, this is OK. This yep. is no longer an issue. This yep. is where we stand. Right. I love how he says your witnesses against yourselves that you've chosen the Lord. He basically says, all right, I can't I can't tell you what's in your heart. You know, I can just say that I did my best job in presenting it to you and um, you said you were going to do this. So just remember you said this, right? So I think that's really cool. But I think that what you're saying, David, is um, really important about the whole, like what, what you kind of read into an agreement in a business situation, but more importantly, in this situation, we come to the table and we read what we want to read about things. You know, we see what we want to see. And, um, you know, that's why people don't read the fine print, right? That's why I don't read the fine print is because I assume that certain things are true without actually confirming those things. And um, it might be one thing if I'm like doing the, you know, did you read the terms and, uh, you know, and conditions regarding the iTunes song purchase you made? You know, it's like, no, I did not read every single word of the terms and agreements, you know, like, but um, it's a whole different thing when you're like signing your mortgage you know, or signing, you know, your car or signing, uh, and more important, like signing your life to say, I'm, yes, I'm giving my life to Jesus. Like you want to be sure that you've counted all the costs and read all the fine print and understood exactly what you're signing up for. Otherwise you're going to be proven to be a liar at the end, you know, not, not able to come through on your word. And I think that's what Joshua is afraid of. He's afraid that people are going to kind of cheapen 
the agreement they made with God and not take it seriously enough and then lead the people astray down the wrong path. It's going to have to all be redone, you know? Yeah. And, and just, you know, my last thoughts on agreement is, you know, there's, there's the Bible stories and the, what really happened, but when you really just stop thinking of them as stories, but truly like they, that, that was happening. Words were said, people were together. I mean, like it was happening. Uh-huh. And, and we tend to have a short-term memory about stuff, but you know, at that time, that was, that was it, you know? Uh-huh. And, but I see that agreements and not keeping agreements, sneaky about agreements, not knowing where you stand with agreements as a cause, in my opinion, a cause of a lot of problems in, you know, relationships, business relationships, your marriages, you know, yeah. You know, agreements, you know, are broken. People break their agreements all the time. And a lot of people carry around how upset they are that other people are breaking their agreements. And yet people are breaking agreements all the time. We just don't realize it sometimes. Yeah. And And, um, the cool thing, so what the reason we studied this was because we were talking about how God is constantly renewing covenant with his people. And that's actually a good thing. Like even week to week, day to day, we can we can come back after having said, yes, we will serve God. Yes, we will follow him. Yes, you know, I will give my life to Jesus and I will love my neighbor as myself and I will, you know, love God. And, and we, we make all these commitments in our covenants. We come back the next week and we realize we haven't lived up to our side of the bargain, you know. Or and the next so, day. Yeah, or the next day. day. Yeah, or maybe next the, hour. the next hour, you know, uh-huh. I'm completely connected with God in the morning. I do my scripture reading. I do some meditating. I, I've really made that a discipline in my life, um, especially more recently through this COVID uh, uh, yeah. situation. And uh, I have to tell you that I, you know, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, that's what's happening in the morning when you when you come back to scripture. It's not just reading well, words. An hour later, I could be in a really, quite frankly, a little bit of a, a little slight upset with my wife. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Demon. And it's just fast how quickly, you know, you can slip back. But for how I've been looking at it now is I'm more aware of that. And every day is a do-over. As a matter of fact, I've even got it that every hour can be a do-over. Yep. yep. That's exactly what this is though, right? Like we, every time we come back to God, he's the covenant maker who says, all right, let's reforge the covenant here. That's, you know, Jesus' blood was good, good for my end of the bargain. So I'm all the way in. There's, you know, I'm willing to go whatever lengths, just come back to me. We'll, we'll restate, we'll reread the terms and we'll sign again, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that's what happens when you read scripture in your, in your morning devotion time, you're doing what Joshua did. You're reading the story. You're saying, I've read the story. You know, this, this story is true of me. Yes, it is. All right. I'm going to live this way. And you go about your day and you realize I didn't live up to this, my side of the story. Okay. I'm going to come back to the, to the table and, and reread this covenant one more time, you know, again and again. And that's, that's how we live. Right. Isn't that yeah. kind of cool? I get a lot of freedom and joy from that. Like, like when I do mess up or what I do clearly see that I'm not being what I just signed up for that, you know, I can, I can let that go to God and, and really confess very quickly. And then just keep trying. Yeah. And hopefully those, you know, that, that awareness just keeps growing. Yeah. That's good. Well, hopefully that's an encouragement to all you today as you're going about your business. Um, 
I can guarantee you, you have not lived up to your end of the covenant. It just, and that's, it's okay. Like that's me too. That's David too. Um, whenever, you know, whenever you listen to this podcast, I guarantee you, none of us have lived up to our side of the bargain. However, we come back to God and he restores the covenant with us and renews it. Um, especially as we do it in community and we remind ourselves and we remind each other that, uh, we are loved by God no matter what. And he is always welcoming us back to the table to covenant his love to us. So go in that peace for the rest of the day. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.